You're listening to Living with Louie. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to this edition of Living with Louie. In this uh, this week's episode, I would like to um, talk about um, looking at the world, looking at us. What I mean by that is how you can go out in public and have people kind of look at you because you happen to use a mobility device or they stare at you because maybe you're having some spatial awareness issues. Um, I know for me, I get into some public places and too many people around and I have a hard time um, with... um, with picking up the things that are in my peripheral vision and processing them. And I think that um, it tends to become overstimulating and overwhelming and causes me stress and anxiety. And it seems like once the stress and anxiety moves in, then uh, it just seems to make the whole situation worse. Um, I, I know that, um, I've been on the receiving end of walking into a convenience store. Someone's coming out. Clearly I have a cane. Um, I'm clearly, uh, need the mobility aid and I've had people throw the door open at me and like I'm in their way, I'm bothering them. I'm I'm slowing them down because I can't move at that pace anymore. Um, I've had people um, stare at me in stores, and um, you know I've also caught myself uh, apologizing occasionally when my hands aren't doing what they want what I want them to do. Um, and I'm having trouble with my payment card and the machine, um, and, um, and having to articulate all those controls and, and slowing down the whole, uh, works. I, I've, I've caught myself apologizing. My wife says, don't apologize. It's, uh, you didn't choose it. And she's right, I didn't, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, just something that I've that I've done from time to time, and and I know that my wife doesn't like it when I do apologize. I um, I walked into um, a Sam's Club, or or it's very much like Costco if you're not familiar with Sam's Club. And uh, everybody's coming in that, that the the two doors there, and there's just a flood of people coming in, and uh, everybody's grabbing carts and everybody's moving in all these directions, and it got to be overwhelming for me very rapidly, and so I backed up against the wall uh, so that I knew. Nothing was coming from behind me. 
And when I did that, um, there's a, was a woman that worked there. Um, she looked at me and, uh, I just looked at her and, and she nodded her head at me. And then as, uh, things started to clear out, um, and the, the, I mean, put it bluntly, people are absolutely, um, rude. They do not want to, uh, be slowed down. And so you got all these people, you know, trying to figure out how they're going to get into Sam's club. Like it's going to go away in the next minute and trying to worry about, hurry up, grab a cart. And, uh, so it got to be overwhelming for me. And, uh, so when things kind of calmed down there, the, the girl said, are you okay? And I said, yes, thank you. And she said, do you need a cart? And she graciously gave me a cart and I went on about doing what I needed to do. When I came back to Sam's club the next time, the same woman was there and it wasn't very busy. So people weren't overcrowding the entrance. But I made it a point to stop and say to her, look, I really appreciate your understanding. And, uh, and she said, oh, that's, that's fine. She said, I said, no. I said, I want you to know that not everybody is going to, um, to have any compassion for, uh, for, for me when I'm, in that overstimulated state, I said, and I really just wanted to let you know that I appreciate it. And uh, I think it's important when someone does uh, treat you with dignity and respect that you, that you do um, acknowledge that. Um, it's, um, this is frustrating because I think it's kind of like uh and I've said this, that, that we kind of go through the grieving process, uh, similar to grieving the loss of a loved one. Um, I think that it's very similar to people who maybe were acquaintances or, or friends of yours uh, in the past. And uh, you'll see them and they, uh, they'll glance your way and then act like they didn't see you and, and move in another direction. And, um, I think that it's kind of similar. I mean, the, I was having discussion with one of the, um, my neighbors and, um, her husband has, uh, MS and, uh, so she's, uh, perfectly familiar with the way that, um, things like that people can react to you. And, uh, she said to me, she said, yeah, you know, when, when, when someone dies, you, you just really don't know what to say. Um, and really there's nothing that you can say, you know, I mean, there's nothing you say is going to bring them back. Um, so the only thing you can do is, uh, is to, um, uh, you know, tell them you're sorry for your loss and then you're there to listen. And really, that's no different than where I feel I am, and I'm sure others feel the same way. Um, I'm still here, and I'm different, yes, okay. But uh, 
that's all right too. And uh, it would just, uh, I think that the reason people do that, that they kind of turn and they, and they kind of uh, tend to uh, maybe um, not want to engage with you is because they really don't know what to say. And as we all know that have Lewy body, not many people understand Lewy body or even know that it even exists. So I think that that's one of the challenges that, that, uh, that perhaps uh, some of your old acquaintances have is, is, is trying to figure out how to interact with you. Um, and really the only thing that I would say is just come say hi and, um, we'll have a conversation. My speech might be a little different than what it used to be. And my, my, um, my, my balance and stuff may not be what it used to be, but I'm still here. I'm still the same person that I always was. Things are just changing for me. And I would certainly like it better if people understood that that's what's taking place and that it's okay to come talk to me. I don't mind. And I don't mind when people ask me questions. Uh, I think the more people who understand um, Louis Body and the more people that are aware of it, I think that maybe that uh, would help. And that's really what my whole mission is with the podcast here is to reach out and, and have uh, people become more aware of, uh, of Louis Body and, and what it is and uh, how it affects you. Um, I know that even, uh, I think that even with my own children, when I talk to them on the phone, they're like, oh, your speech is so much better. And I think that they think that that means I'm better. Well, unfortunately, the reality of that is, is my speech has gotten to be a lot better. It still has its share of issues. But I've been with a speech therapist now for almost a year. And she has taught me a lot about word retrieval and slowing down enough so that my brain can kind of process what it is that I'm trying to say. It becomes frustrating when you get that uh, log jam, if you will, and you're trying to say something and your your mind is is clear on what you want to say and uh, here your mouth doesn't want to spit it out. Uh, and that, uh, so I think that they somehow think that when my speech is better, I'm better. No, my speech is better because I've worked hard on it and I've worked very uh, diligently with my speech therapist to improve it. Um, that doesn't make me better. Uh, it's, um, it's just one of the things that I have found that I can have a little bit of control over is, uh, is 
learning how to better control my speech. So, but um, the um, the public can be um, very um, very cruel and to people with um, with disabilities. Period. Not just uh, people with Lewy body. I used to work. Uh, for an organization where we had mass transit coming through and we had more than our share of people that came through that had uh, different challenges. And uh, I was fortunate enough to work for um, a gentleman who gave me a lot of latitude in dealing with or help trying to help some of the people that we came across uh, and uh and i really enjoyed that i enjoyed being able to uh to a let someone know that you care show a little compassion um a majority of them were um, were homeless and uh you know i anybody can throw someone out on the street um, it takes a little bit of compassion to slow down and see whether or not you can help them or help them find resources that will help them so that they can move on. And uh, I learned later that he had a special needs daughter and that all made sense to me as to why he was as compassionate um, and allowed me the latitude to exercise my compassion in, um, in trying to aid people. And ironically, here I am on the other side of the fence. I'm not homeless. But here I am on the other side of the fence, and, uh, and I see the way that the public uh, looks at you. Um, I know that one of my, uh, one of my friends... Mike was uh, tell, saying that he was sitting in the car in a handicapped space because he's like us. He has Louis body. He has um, all the things that go with that. And someone came up to him and said, are you really disabled? Wow. I'm like, you know, I don't know how I would react to that. Um, I honestly don't. I know that frequently I uh, I see vehicles parked in handicapped spaces with no uh, no handicap placard, no handicap tag. Um, all they want is to be parked closer to the store. They're not uh, they're not thinking about um, perhaps someday that shoe will be on the other foot. And, uh, you know, I, I, in the past, as I said, worked for a rather large agency that had a, uh, mass transit and we had a uh, handicap parking and we had to constantly police that because, uh, you know, and, and people will, will get downright nasty with you, um, when they really have been caught doing something they're not supposed to be doing. And, uh, you know, I used to just tell them, look. How would you feel if your loved one came in here 
and they were handicapped and they needed to have uh, the access to the space and they didn't have it because someone else was parked in it. Uh, you know, and so that's just one of the things that, um, that irritates me is that the, they, they have no regard for who they're having an effect on and at all. So the, my whole uh, thing today is that, uh, is just to, I guess, let you know that, that if the public's treating you in such a way, you're not alone, you're not by yourself, um, at all. And, uh, and I don't, I don't know where the answer lies in, in other than trying to continue to, uh, educate and continue to spread awareness of, uh, of this disease. I don't know what else you can do that, uh, you know, I have said to people before that I've seen parked in a handicapped space, like I said, um, and then I saw someone who was parked in the, uh, access way, the, the striped area that allows you to, the room to open your door or your, for someone to be able to unload a wheelchair. So they park in there and now they're door handle to door handle with two, uh, people who are handicapped cars. And, um, I had a gentleman, I told him, I said, sir, I said, that's, uh, there for a handicap, uh, he goes, well, I never realized that. I, I felt like saying to him, well, why do you think those stripes are painted on the pavement? Um, I just don't, I don't understand where our society is and where we have so little compassion, especially when so many people's lives have been touched with um, a loved one with cancer, a loved one that has Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and my case, it's Lewy body. Uh, there's, I guarantee you that just about everyone knows someone and therefore should know why, um, why certain accesses are necessary. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't take that much to show a little bit of compassion to someone. And, um, so what I'm kind of trying to shed some light on is that from our side, the way that public interacts with us, um, would be improved upon just by talking to us, ask questions. I'm not afraid for anyone to ask questions about what's going on with me or to tell them, you know, what what it is and um, what's happening and uh, and try to give them understanding that it's uh, simple as that. The more people that understand, I think the better off we're going to be. Uh, and uh, I can only uh, say that as, um, as time goes forward for me, I will... Um, Continue to try to thank those who um, recognize and uh, tolerate, if you will, or show some compassion. And I will continue to um, try to spread awareness 
And uh, so that's uh, that's uh, kind of uh, what brought this uh, this subject to me is how uh, how was it for us watching the world look at us? I would hope some that plenty of people will listen and maybe change the way. Um, they look into the world of someone who's less fortunate than they are. I'd like to thank you, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Uh, and um, thank you again for uh, joining us. Please remember, folks, that we are 100% voluntarily uh, funded by our listeners. So please go to the link and at the bottom of your uh, of your favorite podcast uh, provider, and you'll find a link there that says uh, support the show, or you can find us on uh, GoFundMe under Living with Louie podcast, um, and every dollar counts, uh, and every dollar helps. So please uh, take a minute and uh, go in and uh, and support the show we we certainly would appreciate it uh the only thing we try to do is cover our operating costs and equipment maintenance costs so uh, we thank you and have a great day we'd like to thank you for joining us for this edition of living with louie 